0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. So, 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 tomorrow is Tainas Esther, which is Dayche, really Tainas Esther, this year comes out on Shabbos, but we don't fast on Shabbos, so once you push it back, you don't push it back to Friday, you don't fast on Friday, so tomorrow Tainas Esther starts at 5.58, I don't know when it ends, somewhere in the sevens, it's a little bit of a long fast, they change the clock, just in time. Um, for Tinus Esther. So Seven in the morning on Friday? No, no, no. It's it's 558. tomorrow morning at five fifty-eight. Uh-huh. Till I don't know the exact time 7.27, tomorrow night. Tomorrow. It's only a it's only a day fast. The day All right. Only um kippers overnight and the and Okay. So it says the following about tinus Esther. So it says that Esther at Sadeka. So I'm going to read a little bit from inside, then we'll talk outside. Esther Hatsade says Esther Hamalka had And that's why it says in the Megillah, Batamoid Esther, Now again, the Zion says that every time it says the word Hamelech, it doesn't say Hamelchak Hashvarosh, it's talking about Hashem. So Batamoid Esther, Esther was standing in the courtyard of the king. What does that mean she was standing? What was she doing there? When it uses the word, that she was standing, it means that she was davening. How do we know this? In Kapitol Kuv in Tehillim, passing Lam, it says, and Pinchas stood and he davened. And Esther davened a lot, till her prayers went so high, L'makam Hakadosh to a very holy place in Shemayim called Bateh HaChatseros. What is that? What is the Bateh HaChatseros? Says the Kabbalayasha, who a This is the courtyard in the other world that is the courtyard of the beis hamigdash Upon this Chatser engraved is the name, the real name of Hashem. And that's what it means. But Tamwait Esther Khataramelach. Hashem's um Esther stood in the gate in the in the courtyard of Hashem, Melechzah Khersh Barokum, not haChashveros. And it says, And the king outstretched the the um the sharbat which was made out of gold. Umashach Aleho Chut Shokha said. And she found favor, right? The scepter of gold he put out. She found favor in his eyes. And he had pity on her. She, who? Who is this who? The scepter is in the hands of God. Not only did he outstretch his his scepter of gold to her. To all the Jews that were gathered on that day. Therefore all of us that are in Galos. The mine quarter, Baruch Hu, Mechaber, Kancher, We all go to Shul, which is also called Chazar Hamelach, the Melach of the World. Ubavada, he says, and surely, Ayudei, Amirat Slichos with Vilays. Tomorrow we say Slichos also, right? Anu Morim with Mordechai Tzadik We wake them up. We wake up Mordechai in the other world and Esther. U Bavada him is Mechaber with Mordechai on Tanis Esther, and they all join us tomorrow on Tanis Esther. Asha Anu Maskeu when we. Repeat the schusim. He says, and therefore it's very important that everybody goes to shul on Tanis Esther. That this is a special day that a will listen to a in the schuzim of Mahar Chav Esther. And anybody who needs Hashem's rachamim, on anything, should follow. And he has to daven for. Tanis Esther is the day. What should you daven, ladies? What should you daven tomorrow morning? What should you daven on Tanis Esther? The first thing you should say, I guess after the Modani and the Bruchus, the 22nd chapter of the Sefer Tehillim, which is called What does that mean? The Esther, Esther was called the Yelta You should pour out your heart. And you should ask him whatever you need to ask him. And remind him of the of Esther. That Hashem should listen to you in this and he will open up the shari rachamim. And he will make sure that he's machabal your trilah the with his will. It's a very, very holy day, um, Tinas Esther. And as he says, that you should be Maskir, the Schusim of Esther, kiyam Esther, These are days of love where Hashem has a will to, to listen to us. therefore tobul spell beyond Tanis Esther. And it's a good Tadaman And the Hashem who listens to our prayers, Now he says very interesting here. He says that when it says in the in the in the Megillah, Esther Malchus. And Esther right clothed herself in Malchus. So they asked the question Big Day Malchus. The, the, Megillah should say she clothed herself in the clothing of Malchus, right? In the king's clothing. Is that what it says? Mm-hmm. Ella, she loves her Kodesh. She dressed herself with Malchus. She dressed herself with Rucha Kodesh. How does a woman get Rucha Kodesh? <laughs> How'd she get Rucha Kodesh? where did Rucha Kodesh come from? She said Rucha Kodesh. So he says, the Kabbinaki says, Matam Zachseloi, <laughs> why did she get Rucha Kodesh? we learn from here Call me anybody who watches their mouth and his tongue and her tongue a person who doesn't talk a person who doesn't talk too much altogether right? person who watches their mouth so that's how they got how do we know this she didn't tell anybody anything because it says, Estes, she didn't tell anybody where she came from, where she was born, what her name was. So the schus of that, of not talking, right? The schus of not talking listening to Mordecai. she actually had Ruch So we see from here how important Titus Esther is. Okay. Now, next question. These are all very interesting points on Megillah Esther. So it says in Megillah Esther the following, Vayar Haman, and Haman saw, she, he saw that Mordechai wasn't bowing down. She got very angry. But he decided that he's not going to just destroy Mordecai. He decided he's destroying all the Jews in Mordecai. So we have a question over here. One second. Mordecai was the only one who didn't bow down to him. Why does Haman want to destroy all the Jews? Why did he just kill Mordechai? If everyone's bowing down to him and the one guy's not bowing down to him, what are you killing the whole nation for? Kill Mordechai. Why did he just kill Mordechai? So the Kaviyoshah answers that that yeah, you need to understand the enemy. You need to understand that I'm Malik, right? The worst enemy of a person is someone who knows you. In other words... Cancer, the reason that cancer is such a terrible disease is because it's one of the person's own cells. If you have strep, so you have a bacteria that's coming from outside, that's not part of your body, so you take medicine to kill the strep. The problem with cancer is that if you kill the cell, it's your cell, so all the other good cells that you have are also going to be killed. That's that's the whole problem. That's in the physical world. It's the same thing in the spiritual world. The The, the stuff from the outside right? can hurt you. There's nothing to talk about. Strep can make you very sick and bacteria, you know, pneumonia can make you very sick, right? But there's nothing worse than your own cells attacking you. When your own cells attack you, those diseases are very hard to fight. So, in, in the, in the spiritual world, right? If outside things make you depressed, so we can get you out of that. But if you're making yourself depressed, if it's coming from within you, not from without, it's much harder. When a person's broken from within, it's much harder. If he's strong, But all the stuff from the outside is what's hurting him. He can fight it. But once you're broken, once you can hurt yourself more than anybody else. That's the bottom line. So Amalek's kliach, his strength is that he understands the Jew very well. He studied the Jew. He understands the Jew. And he specifically attacks when the Jewish person is weak. As we see that in uh, Mitzrayim, when we left Mitzrayim, when did he attack us? So there were Jews that were in the cloud. And then there were Jews that were stragglers. They were, they were outside the cloud. They were weak. They weren't, didn't really fear Hashem. Who did he attack? He didn't attack the person, the people in the cloud. He attacked the stragglers. He, he attacked the people that are on the outside. So the um, Amalek, which we'll see soon, his master plan to destroy us is because he understands the Jew. A, a, a self-hating Jew is much worse than a, a non-Jew hating us. A person who, cause he's a disease from within. He understands How to get to us. The outsiders didn't even know what to say. Right? See, the missionaries, they learn about Tefillin, and they learn about all these missionaries that go to people's houses, and they talk Torah, and they talk Chumash, and they talk Rashi, Mm -hmm. because they can hurt you much more to talk your language. You're going to come and talk Christianity from outside. You're going to be like, hey, what house. What house. They the handout. It just happened to me yesterday. They you try to give me daily bread. I said, no, thank What's you. daily so, bread mean? It's a, a Christian, um, uh-huh. come on. Right. And I said, right so you'll, you know right away, it's, you know it's not, it's not for me. Right. But if someone came over to you and said, uh, uh, can you make a bracha on this apple? You're like, wow, look at this, right? And then all of a sudden, they, they trap you. So the people that understand, so, so, so Haman, listen to how much he learned. He knew that the, the misa of a tzaddik is mechaper. When a tzaddik dies, right? So it, it forgives, the, it breaks the gzairah of the time, and it forgives all the Jews. So he said in his head, if I'm only going to kill Mordechai, right? So I'm going to kill Mordechai, then the gzairah is going to break. Hashem is going to take Mordechai as the carbon, right? And the whole gzairah is going to break. So the worst thing I could do is just kill the tzaddik. So I got to kill them all together. He very well, which we'll, we'll talk about soon, he very well understood the makeup of the Jew. And therefore he said, uh-uh. I'm not just going to kill. He, he he didn't want to just kill Mordechai because he knew. He saw. It's not going to die, right? Can Mordechai was equal to the whole Kli Yisrael. He said, "No, I'm going to get. It. I'm going to kill them all. I'm going to destroy them all." Okay. Now. He says the following. What did, what did the what did we do so bad? Lamaisa, what did we do so bad, girls? We went to a party. Did we bow down to Avajra? Did we kill anybody? Did we commit adultery? Did we do really anything that bad that because of this party, because we went to this party, Hashem got so angry, we didn't really do any Cardinal Virus. It doesn't really say well, it does, but we'll get to it. It doesn't really say we did any big affairs at this party. In fact, the medrash says, "Girls, there was a big sign. Glot, kosher. Glot, kosher. Cholav Yisrael, pass Yisrael. The salad has been checked by the mashgiach. I'm serious, mashgiach. The wine was a bushel, so they only had Jewish waiters. The medrash says this." So it was Nancy, It was the most kosher party. It was advertised all over the place. If you're Jewish, don't worry. We have a difference. We have a what? Uh, I don't have the I didn't bring the message with me. But it, uh, he says he says it. The cop the cop. I'll, I'll read it from here. The cop talks about it. And he it was. And that's why everyone went. Mordechai. They thought he was a kanoi. They were like, "What's your problem? What's your problem? What, it, it's a it's a kosher party. Not only not only." Not only did they go, but they had kindness to Mordechai. They said, You're gonna cause the king to hate us. The king's going ahead, such a nice guy. King's going ahead. He's making the party Jewish. He's making it kosher. He's making that the that the, that they're serving um, the wine kosher wine. And you're not gonna go, you're holding us back. You're gonna cause political strife. The guy's such a good guy, he's such a nice guy. What are you doing, right? Okay. And they hated him. Everybody started up with Mordechai. He stood by the door. Everybody went to the party. But if you look at what happened in the party, they all got drunk. And once they got drunk, Achashverosh took out the Kalim or the Beit HaMikdash. And he served the Jews, rabbis and regular people alike. He served them wine in the kalim, the vessels of the Beis HaMikdash. He served them food, the pots, everything that was used in the Beis HaMikdash. He, now that is meila. Yechai Misa. If you use something from the Beis HaMikdash, right, on purpose for private use, Yechai Misa. But he didn't start like that. When he first sat down, everything was kosher, everything was good, but Niknas Yain, he got them drunk. Not only that, he invited Vashti to come down and dance on the table without clothing. Nobody got up and walked out and said, oh, uh-huh. the queen's coming <laughs> we can't be here for such a terrible thing. Nobody moved. What's the Kayach of a Amalek? The Kayach of a Amalek, his power is to be extremely kosher. And once he gets you in, right? Since he understands the Jew, once he gets you in, that's how he that's how he takes you down so I talk a lot about about the internet and, and that you know it says I was in Israel and I was telling everybody that it says when, when you, on your keyboard it says enter but it doesn't but it doesn't say exit it says escape whoever wrote the keyboard why did I write escape what a weird word one second I, I, I entered all my information why am I escaping I'm not in prison I'm not a slave why would you put on the keyboard what's the opposite of enter what's the opposite of enter exit doesn't say exit no exit. It says escape. escape. So why'd they put that on your keyboard? Mm-hmm. Right? And the answer is, subconsciously, it's a weird word. Everyone, like, why? And we pushed it all... To, where, where am I escaping from, right? And the answer is that whoever created the keyboard understood that once you enter, you don't exit. You're going to be there until you escape. So the koyach of the satan is to get you in. And he knows good Jewish people... They're not going to enter into a place that's treif. If if Achashverus was serving shrimp and lobster, this whole story would not have happened. The Jews would have definitely not gone to the party. Now you need to know. You need to. And, and I said this today when I spoke when I when I spoke this year today. The Chiddo says that Haman. Like everybody says. not the everybody says that Haman was the Nachash. He was Esav, Amalek. He was Nachash. Mordechai was a Gilgal of Yaakov. We learned many times that Yaakov was a Gilgal of Adam. And Esther was a Gilgal of Khava. This actually was a world war. What happened? Haman men at minaihu. Where do you know Haman from the Tyre? Where do you see Haman in the Tyre? We said last week, right? Hamin ate. Did you eat from the tree that I told you not to eat? Right now, Mem Nun, you find in other places in the Torah by the Haman, the one that came down. But over here, specifically, Hamino Eitz, because where did the first Avera happen? Where's the Nachosh's power? From the Eitz So Haman, right? This is in the Medjush if you have, maybe I can get one from upstairs, someone will go upstairs and get it, so I'll read it from Insight. But what happened was like this. Haman wanted to destroy the Jewish nation, which would in turn destroy the world no Jewish nation no Jewish world right so the Nachosh how did he get Chava how did he get Chava through what through eating right she ate from the Etzadas so his Koyach Amolik the Nachosh Koyach was to trap the person through eating so that he came to Achashverosh and he said let's do what we did last time let's destroy the Jewish nation let's destroy the world through eating. Let's make the craziest party for a very long time. That's how we're going to take them down. Through Achila. We'll go on even further. The Medrash says, "Ask the question, how come Mordechai ate from the Etzadas if he knew what the fruit looked like? So when she came to him and she gave him the fruit, he should have said, oh no, that's from the Eitzandas, I'm not going to eat it. So the Medrash Rabbah says that the Eitz Hadass was a, was a vine with grapes on it. She took the vine and squeezed the grapes and made wine. She brought him a glass of wine. So he did not recognize where the wine came from. But he should have asked where did the wine come from. But really the reason, by the way, why did Adam get punished? What did he do wrong? According to this Medrash, he didn't know it was from the Eitz Hadass. So he was a shaygei. She brought him something to drink. Okay, He made. What did he do wrong? And the answer is, because he caused the whole thing. He told her that Hashem, he decided to make his wife more from. Hashem told Adam, you're not allowed to eat from the tree. When he repeated it to her, he told Chava, you're not allowed to eat or touch the tree. He had no right to add that. So when she told the snake, you're not allowed to touch the tree. He pushed her into the tree. She touched it. Nothing happened. And that's when the whole thing unraveled. That's why he got punished. Hashem said, I didn't ask you to ad-lib what I'm telling you. I told you not let you not allowed to eat from the tree. They didn't ask you to tell her not, that you can't touch from the tree. That Hashem said you can't touch from the tree. That's really why he got punished. So listen, it's unbelievable. So the snake, which was Haman, told Achashverosh. We're going to do the same thing. Exactly the same thing that happened by the Eitz Adash. One, we're going to get them to eat. Two, it's going to be a party of wine. And if you look in the Megillah, that's what it talks about big time. The whole party, right, was a party of wine. And it said the wine was rave. Anybody can have as much as they wanted. And, he, and not only it, was the wine rave, they would ask you how old you are, right? If you're 50 years old, they give you 50-year-old wine. If you're 40 years old, they give you 40-year-old wine. If you're 80 years old, they give you 80... That's how much wine they had. didn't matter how old you were, right? So if you look at the plus, it sounds like this This Meshuggah, I mean, this He had a... And not only that, I'll tell you another step how they trapped the Jews. You ready for this? There was separate seating. There was no women at the party. Specifically, the Megillah says, that Vashti was in a different building. With the party for women, Hamad knew the Jew. He knew the Jew. He knew right away, I'm not gonna get the rabbis and the religious Jew to a party where the wine is yayin nesach. They're not gonna come to a party where they're serving shrimp, and they're not coming to a party where there are women sitting at the party. So the McGill, this was planned. This was, this was from the inside. What's wrong? There are women there? No. It no, women no, it says it here. It says here, there was no women. That's why he had to call, um uh, here, She made a separate party. Where was it? In a separate castle. It was very from. It was very from. Everything looked amazing. Now, if you look, it says it in the Pasuk, The hashglace, they gave him to drink, the chlej in golden, golden bowls, the kalim, kalim, right, shaynim, and very old kalim. I think he says here. So it's, uh, the hashgais. This is the brilliance of this plan. The hashgai right, shaynim b'yain malchus roiv ki'anam and the wine was. As much as the hand of the king. ein eines. They didn't force anyone to drink. Yisad Hamelech. Because the king made a rule. Al to everybody in the house What does this mean? says Rashi. That, usually the king said, you don't you know, l'chaim you have to drink, otherwise you're insulting me. Here he said, abokain ain Over here, nobody's to be forced. Why? Why was no one to be forced? echat last Why? Because if the Jews are forced, so when the makatri comes and says, you know, you Jews went to a party and they drank wine, I had no choice. So the king was very smart. He said, don't force the Jews. They're not going to have any excuse whatsoever. We forced you. So he made a rule. You're not allowed to force one person to drink wine. So no person can say, listen, Hashem, what do you want from me? I, I, you're right, I did no, something you wrong. Yesoid, yeshoy means foundation. He knew exactly this was planned, perfectly planned to destroy us. And he specifically used wine because that was the etzadas. That's what he used. Uh, But Esther Amalka, Esther Amalka, who was Chava, said, you're not doing this again. You're not doing this again. So what did she do? Okay, so anyway, so Vashti was in a separate place. And when he asked Vashti to come down, to show a so she wasn't a private. It's very, very clear the Megillah. He wasn't. He didn't want Vashi come down in front of him. That's not what he wanted, right? <laughs> to show off to all the nations and all the all the people, all the leaders. That's Yaffya, her beauty. Nobody got up and walked out. Nobody got up and walked out. One second. Kosher food. Kosher wine. Right? Maybe they even had smiris on the tables and benchers. Right? How come nobody got up? The queen is coming down to, to get undressed and dance in front of the men. Everybody should have walked out. He already had us. We were all drunk. So he was going to not only have that we're going to drink from the Calim, but he was going to turn this whole thing into adultery, into all the three avarists, into me'ilah, using the base Hamid Joshish Kalim, into doing every available, but it started off kosher food, Jewish waiters, separate seating. You knew exactly, this was a planned destruction of the class field. This wasn't Stam, some kind of Akash party. That's what this is all about. What did Esther Amalka do? Esther Hamalka did the opposite. After HaMalka, who was Chava, said, I'm going to destroy you with what you wanted to destroy us. So you invited us to a party. I'm going to invite you to a party, Nachash. So she went ahead. He was going to destroy us with a party. So she invited him to a party. Now, if you look at the party that she invites him to, that he didn't pick up. She, she was very smart. That the Nachash didn't pick up what she was doing. The problem was that the Nachash didn't know who she was. Because she never said who she was, right? So listen carefully, it's amazing. She says to him like this. You should come to this party that I made for you. What kind of party was this, everybody? What kind of party did she make to take down Haman? The Megillah is so secret. It's so, you sure don't understand what was going on here, but it keeps telling us what's going on. Now, if you look at, look, listen to what it says very carefully. And the Esther said, If it's okay with the king, if it's okay with the king, if it's okay today the king, You should please come with Haman to my party. He didn't know what was going on, so he said, Hurry up, make Haman come. So Haman, the king of Shavosh and Haman came to the party. You ready? It was a party of wine. She was going to use his weapon... Against them. Against him. Against Haman. Against Haman. You want to destroy us. She was, it was Chava. She said, Nochash, I know you. You're the one with the yayin. You wanted, you destroyed me and my husband, right? Wanted to destroy the whole world by, by, by me giving yayin to my husband. You invited us to a party. So the whole time, she's just saying, come to a mishter.' But when they come to the mishter, all of a sudden, the mishter are yayin. Mashallah say. She said, I'm going to use the wine. To destroy you. Okay? So she says, No problem. He says, What do you want? She says, Come back to another party. Right? Okay? We go to the next party. Right? She brings him very fast. Listen to this. Pleadic. Right? So she again invites him and I think this is how she tricked him, right? He was talking to Zeresh and his family, and the, and the messengers came to give him and they rushed him to come as and they brought Haman to the party. I should say, Esther, that Esther may. You ready? the next blessing. Esther Hamalka. She invited him to a party. does not say they came to the party to eat? The only thing she served at this party was wine she made a second party of wine she took what was used against her and she used it against Haman and destroyed him by the second mishteh hayayin I, I, I can't really go into this whole thing, but being that she was a Gilgal of Chava, and he was a Gilgal of the Nachash, so Achishverus had a very big problem, ladies. And the problem was like this. Esther Hamalka says, there's this guy who wants to kill me, my family, and my nation. And Achish was like, me who's ever is a who? Who is this terrible guy that wants to kill you? And she says, Haman harah hazeh. What could Ahasuerus do? Who signed the letter that the Jews should be killed? What's, whose signature was on that letter? His stamp. His stamp, the king. So now she's telling him, Haman wants to kill me and my family, but the king signed it. So Haman has nothing to worry about. Oh, you're going to take me to court and say that I wanted to kill the queen. I don't want to kill the queen. You signed. I didn't sign. It didn't say Haman. It didn't say Haman on the bottom. It said, King Ahasuerus. So Haman wasn't worried. Ahasuerus can't do anything to him. Ahasuerus is the one who signed it. So even her telling him that this guy wants to kill me, actually Ahasuerus was the one who wanted to kill him. So he didn't know what to do. He was stuck. He couldn't do anything. So he went out, right? He went out into the, into the, to his, um, and the major talks about that he went out to the, um, his private garden, and they were chopping down a tree. And he said, "What, what is my problem, what are you doing? And then Daniel, whoever this was, it's Harvona, uh, said, what do you mean? He's doing it to hang up. How many said hang him on the same tree? We didn't say that yet. So he said, you have to look at the words, what happened, right? Now listen, <clears throat> listen carefully. And and it, for some reason, and I didn't see it this year until I prepared this year, that that continuously... The, the, the Megillah keeps throwing in this Mishta Yayin. Just say Mishta, right? So listen to this. Ba'amelech komi He got up. He didn't know what to do because he can't hurt, can't hurt Haman. He signed it, right? komi Yayin. Again, he didn't get up from the party. Again, the Megillah tells you he got up from the party of wine. Elginas Habisan. And he went out to his garden. Ba'amelech He saw that he's in trouble. And he came back to the party of wine. And Haman had fallen on top of Esther, and it looked like he was physically attacking her. Oh, now, Achishverus had a way out. Because in Persia, right, if someone is trying to, I don't want to use the word, but you know, abuse the, the queen. You don't go to court. You kill him on the spot. So when he saw Haman on top of her, he said, gotcha. Now no one has to know about my signature and my edict. I'm just going to say you tried to physically attack my queen in my house. You're dead. And Haman knew that he's not going to court. And he can't explain himself. So when he came back, right? And he said, You're trying to destroy my house? Haman's face turned colors. That's why we wear a mask. It's the reason that we wear a mask. For this word, his, his face changed. That's why we wear a mask. And the king said, Have a good day. So we see now... I'm just going to explain it to you in a, you in a very lush and nucky. This was a Gilgal again of the Nachash, and a Gilgal of Chava. And if you look in the Rashi, um, Rashi asked a question in Pashas Voracious that it says that the Nachash was the, very, the smartest of them, and why did he start up with Chava altogether? So it says that the Nachash was jealous, of Adam and Chava. He was jealous that Adam had a female counterpart. So Chazal asks, why is he jealous? Every animal had a female counterpart. So he was in Ahar, so he, he must have also had a female counterpart. So why was he jealous? It's Rashi. you can look it up. So Rashi says, because he saw, he saw Adam and Chava physically together. And he saw that they were also emotional. And an animal doesn't have emotions, so he was jealous of what was going on between the two of them emotionally and that's why he wanted to have Chava whatever this means the Medrash and the Zayar and I think even Rashi brings it down the Nachash did something with Chava by the tree he puts Zuhama, whatever that means some type of Tuma into Chava and there's all kinds of Midrashim on this and I'm not going to get into it so the Gilgal of the Nachash ended up and, 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 and that's the reason by the way I'm going to try to just stay on the surface here. That's the reason that a woman becomes Tameh. That's what's brought down in all the Kabbalists for him. That a woman becomes Tameh every month, comes from the zuama that the Nachash did to her by the tree. Let's say We don't have to go deeper than that, okay? So, there was a relationship between the Nachash and her. He, did, he, he made her Tameh and he took Chavah down from who she was. Now in the Second World War, to say, when he wanted to destroy the world, the Nachash against Chava, his destruction was, because he was on the bed with with, with Esther, and when the king walked in and said, oh, you're doing this again? You're attacking, because you're atta-, that's what he did to, to Chava. he did the same thing. You're doing this again? You're doing this again? And that's how Haman died. The same, because in Gilgal, what happens in Gilgal is it comes back to the same exact story. So, he he had done this before the Nachash, and, he, and this is what happened to him again. There's also, there's another medrash that she was a Gilgal of Yael, and he was a Gilgal of Sisra, and the same thing that happened with Yael and Sisra happened over here. In Gilgal, the same thing happens again. So what happened? The same story. Mr. Yayin, they're at the Eitz They're at the grapes. They're at the wine. Same exact story. He's trying to take Klai He's trying to destroy the world. She says, I'm going to use against you what you used against me, and in the end... He looks like he's doing what he did last time, and that's what destroys him. It's crazy kidal. It's crazy. So we look at this destroying the McGillet Esther, that that, you know, what's going on over here was the war of the world. It's very interesting. The first time I ever saw this on the plane to Dallas. Right? So everyone thinks Hamantashin was Homan's hat. I don't know where that comes from. Because what it says is it's his ears. What that means, I was trying I have a safe here that I'm learning that talks about it. The um where is it? I don't have it. I have it in the car. He's told, uh, oh, no, it's this one, the Mayan Hamayid. I, I don't chapa, but he tries to explain why ears, why Haman's ears, right? When he say, what? Ham, Mayan Hamayid. This say for right here. But what he does say is something very fascinating about Hamantashen. And he also says, never be misvatil a minig. That we eat Hamantashen. don't make it into a joke. And also that you bang, when you when you bang on the floor, when they say Haman, people are like, shh. Okay, this year you don't have the problem. Usually people are fasting, right? The kids are making noise. They're like, there was one show I went to once. They had a red light, green light. I'm serious, right? They had a green light, make noise. And then two seconds later, a red light. And if you don't stop, they throw the kid out. It was crazy, right? And I'll read you from the Kabbalah Yasha. It says that that every time you stamp in Shemayim, they stamp on Haman's head. I'll read a few. And all the people that think that it's just a stupid minig should know. That it's a lot more than a minute. So he says something beautiful in the safe. I never saw this about humintashin. Listen to this. humintashin. if you look at them from the bottom, they're all the same. White flour. The only way that makes a difference is the filling. You can't see the filling from the bottom. You can only see the filling, the good stuff from on top. Is it it poppy seeds? Is it uh, apricot? Is it raspberry? Is it strawberry? Is it chocolate? You can only see from on top. So he says in the safe, he says beautiful. He says in the miracle of Purim, from our view, it doesn't look like a miracle. It looks like plain life, Persian king, kills his one wife, finds this beautiful girl, marries her. Oh, some guy was was messing with her in the castle, kills him. You know, everything, you don't see a miracle. So all the hamantash from down here, you're looking up, Purim looks like just a regular day. But if you could see from above, if you could look down from above, from Shemayim, you see all the different hamantash. you see all the different fillings, all the different sweetness that a Qadrish Baruch Hu did. So he says, hamantash, specific, specifically, the bottoms are all the same because, because it's a secret. So when we look at the story, ah, it's a regular story. I think after was big. But if you get a chance to look at it from Shamayim, from the hidden, if you're able to look down, this color, that color, this taste, that taste, different kind, different taste. So he brings it down in the safe. He says, that's the basis of hamantash. He says, so don't be Mavato, the Minig of Hamantaschen. He says there's a very, very deep meaning. I know today it has to be diet, no sugar, and all that, whatever it is. But, but in those days, it was very, very different. I have to stick this in a little bit, just a little bit. I'm not going to get into trouble for this, I hope. Right? He says the following here. He says, we have to be very careful that when we get invited to a party... No, and it's not a Jewish party we're not allowed to go you're not allowed to you're not allowed to have Hanar from those meals. He says, will be to go to a non-jewish home and if he's serving you kosher who you're not allowed to eat with him even though right? that you're eating kosher food and you're drinking kosher wine, right? You're not allowed to go there because you will fall. And anyone who's not careful about this, you should know that your sin is very big. And you should know that the Shekhinah, Baruch Hu is going to cry for those people. Now, if you want to know he says here also, I think, I, I think he actually brings down the message that I said. Here. Okay, here it is. He doesn't understand, he says. Because they ate. Because they ate from this meal, they deserve to die, says the Kavayosha. Because you can't say that they ate unkosher food, that's why they should die. The Hoksi, because it says in Miguelas Esther, The wine was according to the Halakhah. And they weren't, and they weren't forced. Here's where it is, um, roof. And a Jew that wasn't, that's not allowed to drink, Yah and the wine of a guy, shall Yisrael. They didn't give him non-Jewish wine, they gave him the wine of a Yisrael. Bishamashim shall Yusw have, And the waiters were Jewish. Moisgelehem. They poured it for them. The chemical in the food, the haveilah Lahli Yisrael. They were kosher, Have bishul you Yisral? The food wasn't even Bishal Akum, it was Bishol Yusral. The wasn't going to force anyone to eat something that wasn't kosher. And that's why it says, Ain oyinas, Kit Shaim Ish. He said, Kiyosya Russia. The Russia understood. Kivim Basudasoi, that he knew that he's going to invite Klai Yisrael. He's going to end there. he's going to end up making them sin. So so that he Taki gave them. This, this is the Kaliosha. And, and, and he said, therefore, he gave them kosher food. He gave them, he made it very, very, very nice. And Klai Yisrael came, and in the end. They ended up doing everything that was wrong. Even though they ate kosher food and they drank kosher wine, because they were eating it in a place they shouldn't have been and they were assimilating. So even though they were eating kosher food, Hashem considered it, that they were eating from the table of the satan. So I got to get my little point in. So that's the case. How do we dance and listen to non-Jewish music? This was kosher wine. This was kosher food. This was, you can't even go to a non-Jewish home and eat kosher food in it. Because he understands the makatrig, that to get you in, everything has to be kosher. So I got a lot of flack, as you all know. We're talking about certain things and certain dances and certain not-Jewish music. And people went crazy on me. Even Jewish music to get you in to a non-Jewish place, right? He calls this the meal of the sitra achra. Al achas kama v'kama, if they would have had non-kosher wine, non-kosher music, and dancing in a non-kosher way, there was no dancing here. It was separate seating. The women were at a different party. Altogether, it was from... It was from, I don't care. It's from, but what are you doing with this Goyish stuff? You're, you're eating from the Sitrak. What do you mean? Kosher? what do you want from me? He says to I'm quoting Yasha. It. it's not Rabbi Wallstein. Don't come calling me and sending me emails. He says the following. He says, And anyone who's not careful, As I chetor al oisim HaKadosh Baruch cries for these people of these people we are different we have to be different they understand us the satan understand us so yes he's going to call it exercise and that's going to get you in the door and once he has you in the door he's going to change your life he's going to call it something else he's going to call it a game i'm not talking about that subject he's going to make it as kosher as he can how many kids the worst worst organization that destroys Qal Yisrael takes us in our roots and rips our kids specifically Hasidic kids is advertised as a place to give Hasidic Jews who don't have an education a free education and these kids go and they think I don't know how to write I don't know math I'm going to go to this place they're so beautiful they're so good they're so nice kosher food kosher food it starts off with and in the end they're eating Chazer and Yom Kippur but it starts off with We hear Yes, it's called Footsteps For those who don't know Destruction of Clay Yisrael They are ripping our children from the roots And they're proud of it And on their website They talk about it It will make you sick You should not go there It will make you sick And I cannot change a kid Who went to Footsteps People call me and they're like We have a problem with kids at Footsteps I'm like They rip Why? Because Footsteps run by Jews And I just test of course not. Self-hating Jews. Where is this? It's, it's in Manhattan. It's a very very famous place. It's it's it's, it's sponsored by the government because it's education, <laughs> destruction of I've spoken to kids that have gone there. They are they're they're atheists. They don't believe in God. They believe that that, that the front people are the worst, meanest, everyone's an abuser, everyone's a ganav. And and you, I can't help these kids. They might why why can't I help them? Because it's run by Jews. So they understand; they have they understand how to go inside us and rip that out. It's, it's it's unbelievable, and that's what he's screaming over here. This is what he's screaming. The satan understands us. A koyach is he's not an outsider. He understands to put kosher food and kosher white hair and kosher waiters said kosher waiters and bishul and, bishl, and bishl yisrael right, and that's how we fall. And that's the koyach of the internet. He is the king of the internet. The internet. I just had a story this week, crazy story. And and, and someone called me and said, I want to apologize to you. And you you always talk about Facebook and all this stuff. My kid, I lost my child. This child was just... They gave this kid a nice Jewish from girl. They just gave her a computer and they let her go online a few hours. And I don't know what she was looking for. And She hit some websites, atheist websites and and anti-Hasidic websites. And slowly but surely, quietly without anyone knowing... She continued going, she continued going, and all of a sudden she disappeared from the house. She said she was going to school, and she wasn't going to school. She was going to a very bad place. And where did she find out about this place? And doesn't believe today in anything, in Yishkai, in Judaism, in nothing. She's anti-everything. She went from a, from, from girl to a girl that has no God whatsoever. And where did she find this? Just surfing the internet. And her parents got it for her, because she wanted to self-educate a little bit and get, take some college courses and go online. It's a very dangerous place. It's a trap. I'm not saying you, it's part of life. I'm not saying, but you at least to know that the Amaleki is in there and that he knows what makes you tick and it's going through a kosher website. We just had this in Ornava. I'll tell you what happened in Ornava. It just happened. So we're having a, we're having a, uh, a, a very big, I hope you all come, right? We're having a very Sunday and a Monday. March 23rd and 24th. It's a whole big event for women. 70 stores at the Canal Jean Store on, on No String and Right Off I. It's, it's a huge event. I'm sure you all got the emails and the mails, whatever it is. It's a huge event. And the dinner, which is the end of the event, is Monday night. So, I don't know what my... I don't know exactly how my girls work, whatever it is. But in the marketing part, part of what we're doing is on YouTube. Right? There's like a little piece that's on that the Ornava website takes you to YouTube to see that short 40 second video whatever it is I get a call two days ago and Wallstein, do you, you know what's like going on with your with your uh, event I'm like, I don't know well, you know, I went to that site you know, that they send you to the site from Ornava and there's like pornography I said, are you crazy? What are you talking about? Well, you know, you better check this out because this is a major problem. And my friend also went to that marketplace, you, you know, that you're, the, the site that you connected to. And she also saw this terrible, terrible. Like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, I promise. I don't, I have a little flip phone. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I right away, I hung up. I'm like, Oh my God, what's going on? I called them. I said, Hello girls. What's going on? And they're like, well, because it went to YouTube, there's other stuff on YouTube that's around it, right? And some of the stuff that's around it is like really, really bad. And I'm like, come on. This is, this is what I talk about all the time. This is the nachash. Go to, yeah, but right next to it, he's waiting. Right? What does the nachash do? He hides in the tree. You walk by, you pick the apple, whatever you're eating. Boom, he's got you. That's, that's the nachash. That was, that was no Jew ever dreamt that this whole big party wasn't a good party. They all thought this was a great king. He loves us. No king ever before made a party with God, kosher food. And, and no women. Could you imagine all the guy giving up, sitting next to they, they always go together, right? Maybe they were happy that it was separate. I don't know. But giving up, no women at the party. He invited the whole kingdom. But you got to know the Jews are here. You got to respect them separate seating we have to respect them It's going to be kosher wine we have to respect them the guys walking around with yarmulkes you know those waiters we hired them it's for the Jews we have to respect them oh no that's not what was going on and the Jews were angry at Mordecai saying Michigan, what are you kanoi standing here, you shouldn't go in you have to go in you're going to start up politically with the king he spent all this money he brought in a caterer from Israel right lamb chops and all this great food and great what? and you're not going to go in? Chil Hashem. I promise you they were telling him Chil Hashem. You, Mordecai, you're making Chil Hashem. Mordecai said, are you nuts? You're making Chil Hashem. But of course, nobody listened to him. Well, look what happened. What a lesson. What a lesson. from, the, from This is Megilas Esther. I'm just, I, I have a lot of from. I don't have the time. But this is what he says. This is, this is the Kabayosha. The Kavayosha is a sefer from Shamayim. It's a Kabbalistic sefer. You can't even eat kosher in, 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 in a non in, in, in a club in a in a in an area where there where there uh, because what's going to happen in the end you're going to be drinking wine from the kelim no Jew would ever touch a kelim through his stomach couldn't touch it no Jew would ever drink from the kelim based on Hum on the Nachash understood I will take you from glat kosher food with Jewish waiters I will take you so far that the queen is going to dance on a table undressed, and you're not going to move. And you're going to be sitting there drinking and eating from the Caleb of the base of Big that was destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar. I'm going to take you from kosher, holy, separate seating to the lowest place in the world, and then I will destroy you completely. And we walked in like a bunch of lambs. Oh, maybe they put even the mezuzahs up on the door. Sit down. Wow, this is fantastic. This guy loves us. Look how he's taking care of us. That's Purim. The opposite of what it looked like. Kashbohu saved us. Mishnah Hayayin. In the end we were saved. But we were close, very, very close, to being destroyed. Okay. So I want to end just to tell you that it's a very, very big day of Tila tomorrow. And Shabbos, because Shabbos is really the actual day of Tanis but Purim was seeking, the Shulchan Aruch says, whoever puts out his hand, on um, Purim you put into his hand, and you don't ask any questions, someone collects tzedakah, you don't ask him, show me your paper, are you Jewish, how do I know, what yeshiva, on um, Purim you put something, doesn't say how much, but you have to put something into his hand, so the Zaire says, it goes, it's really talking to Hashem, Hashem, anyone on Purim, call it Yad, any Jew that puts out his hand and asks you for something, Nasser Nebuchadnezzar you have to put in his hand. What's this power of this chapter 22 that was supposed to say tomorrow morning? Chav in Tehillim. That was supposed to say tomorrow morning and we're supposed to say Ampurim. Specifically women are supposed to say this. It's very, very powerful. So it says, Ayelet HaShachar. The Ayelet HaShachar is Esther HaMalka. Now if you look into this, that we're going to say, what does it say? Hashem, Hashem, why did you leave me? So it says that, she saw in Ruch Kodesh our Malach, is called Michael. If you take the Kayli Aleph Lama Yud, out of the word Michael, it leaves Mach. Mach means to destroy. There's another Malach, that if you take out the word Kayli, it spells Rush. Mach and Rush. She said to Hashem, it means to destroy, to wipe out. Why did you leave me, right? But it's very interesting because you see the whole Megillah in Chav Bez. I told you, remember I told you that she lost her father? when she, Her father died when her mother was four months pregnant and her mother died when she was born? Listen to this. She says the following. Yudalf, the Patsy Yudalf. You threw me out. Right? She was born. She, she didn't die when her mother died. You threw me out from my mother's womb. From, uh, from, my, from my mother's womb. All I have left is you. Because I have no mother. So in, she's talking about her life, right? Then it goes on and it says, The lion opened their mouth to tear me up. The Gemara says is the Vuchanetzah, right? And then it talks about Purim. It says, they surrounded me like dogs, right? And then it says, where's the word? Ah, oh, in Patsy Begodai they divided my clothes among them, the and on my clothing, Yapilu Gairo. They threw lots. So the Purim, the, the, the lottery, is also in this, and every, really the whole story is in here, and her name is in here, in Patsy where it says, Please do not hide your face from me. So this whole capital of Khadbez has everything to do with Esther, and it's a very big kayak for a person to say to say this. So my plea to all of you is that even though we all need a lot of things, the first prayer that we should say at Vasikin for a morning is a prayer to help Klyistral. Not a personal prayer for what we need, but a prayer to help Claystral. We are really Going through some crazy times. Even in Eretz Israel today, they shot. You know, it's Arab form, They had to start up. They shot 40 missiles in Eretz Israel today, the first time in many, 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 many months from Gaza. So, um, and we, of course, you know internally what's going on. And they passed, I believe yesterday or today, um, the law that that Yeshiva boys have to go to the army it was passed by the Knesset. So. There's a tumult. There's a lot of things going on in Kali Yisrael so outside of this, the kids that are suffering and with sickness and shalom bias and not having children and from all aspects. So I think Hashem going to be wondering, everyone's going to put out their hand. What, what, are you, what are you putting your hand out for? For the clout or for the prop? For everybody or for yourself? So I think it would be very smart for us that the first feeler that we do at Roshikin or whenever we put out our hand to talk to Hashem is to dhamma for Kali Israel and then to dhamma for ourselves. So my bracha to everyone here is that Hashem should reveal us more secrets, that He should flip the hamantashin, so we can see the the stuff that's in it. Right, we can see the filling. Uh, We should be able to see His nisim. And that this Purim, um, everyone who needs a Yeshua, up yana, Keshach Bochus should give you a Yeshua. And it says that this is the yantif that will be celebrated after Mashiach. All the other ones will be batal. That this year, Purim should be celebrated after Mashiach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.